Hello everybody, it's me, Grandma Eva. Today is November the 10th, and I just wanted to come and talk to you about a very special subject that's uh, really close to me regarding its epilepsy. And this is, November is Epilepsy Awareness Month, and I do my best to always try to talk about epilepsy to people in November because I have family members. I have two daughters who have epilepsy, and a grandson who has epilepsy. And epilepsy, um, I found out about epilepsy when my oldest daughter started having seizures when she was around nine years old. She's already 36 years old. So I've been dealing with epilepsy in my family's life, in my life for many years now. And my, my youngest daughter, she's already 30. Uh, she's 33 years old. And she started having them when she was around 13 years old. So that I thought that, you know, after, she, like my daughter was the oldest, and my mindset, I'm like, oh, you know, after they hit 19 years of age and nothing happened, then I felt some relief whenever, you know, my uh, next son, when Charles turned um, 10 or 11, uh, and then my daughter Crystal turned 10, 11, and then my youngest boy Santos turned 10, 11. I was like, oh, they're gonna be okay. And it was just my daughter, Dominica, that I had to be, you know, concerned for and be watching and making sure she took her medicines. But when she, when, when Crystal had started uh, at the age of 13 having certain spells that they were noticing at school, and it was brought to my attention, I didn't realize they were seizures until I had to take her to the doctor and they informed me that that's a certain type of seizure also. And it was hard for me to understand and deal with all this after that because I... I mean, now I have two children that had epilepsy. And in my family, me, my sister, and my three siblings, you know, uh, my brothers, I mean, no seizures, no, nothing like that. My uh, mother then doesn't have it. My father didn't have it. Um, and none of and the father, my, for my, my first husband, um, he didn't have them. And he had a large family himself and none of the siblings had it and i know a lot of my nieces and nephews they don't have it and now they're having children and they don't have any you know any seizures in the family so far so um here i am you know with three two of my own and now my grandson who has epilepsy and at the beginning of my daughter experiencing these different uh whatever it was that she was having at the beginning i didn't even know i couldn't describe it i didn't understand what she was what she was going through because when people show a seizure on tv or anything like that it's always someone on the ground shaking doing something and my daughter was not doing anything like that and she would only start at the beginning of her epilepsy she would she would start like uh yelling out and crying out when she was like 30 minutes after she had gone to sleep and sometimes like 30 minutes before she would wake up and at first they thought they were night terrors and she got tested she got seen for a lot and that's what they had diagnosed her with at the beginning until a, a family member um one of my brother-in-laws was dating a young lady and she happened to have a child that had seizures and she had stayed the night with her daughter with one of her daughters and she's seen my daughter have what i've been seeing and they were calling night terrors and she said those are not night terrors those are that's a seizure 
So I quickly got on the phone, spoke to my uh, pediatrician, her, my daughter's pediatrician, and he got her back at right here at Children's Medical Center and Neurology uh, Department, and they did an EEG, and yes, my daughter was having seizures. And that's when she finally got diagnosed with seizures, and they quickly started putting her on medication. And from then on, my daughter's been on medicine. And so that's, that's the start of my epilepsy um, experience. So um, going through all that I went through, having my daughter having to change medications from one medication to another medication, and it caused her issues with her, her mood. My daughter was a very cheerful, happy-go-lucky, the oldest uh, sibling. She was always watching her brothers and sisters. And then it came, it, it, then it kind of did a reversal. Then the siblings had to start keeping an eye on the sister, the older sister, because she would have a seizure. And then they had to keep an eye on her when she would be at school or on the school bus. And so the, the roles reversed and, it, and um, this started causing issues with attitude, you know. And my daughter's attitude changed from happy-go-lucky little girl to being angry. And uh, I was warned by the, by the pediatrician. I was told that my daughter would probably do a 360 in her mood. If she was like uh, a um, happy-go-lucky little girl, she might become very angry, very mean. The opposite of that. And I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that that would happen to my daughter, but it did. My daughter was very angry, very moody, very grouchy. And um, she was still sweet. She had her moment of sweetness and everything, but she... It's just, it was so new to us and, and it was a learning experience for all of us. My daughter was nine, that made my, my uh, Charles eight, seven or eight when she started having that, probably seven and a half, and then six for Crystal and then five for Santo. So they were young and having to deal with this. And here I am a mother. Uh, at that time I was going through issues with their father. So it was hard to try to deal with what's happening in my, my life and then having to deal with what's going on with my daughter. This was just so new. Hello, I just want to continue with talking about epilepsy. Now I want to speak about my second daughter, my youngest one, uh, Crystal, who started having epilepsy seizures when she was in her teens. And I, it could have been 13 and 14. Um, and I say that because um, I did not even know that she was having seizure episodes until the teachers, I had a few of the teachers uh, send me some uh, notices that Crystal had done some strange things in the classroom and they were concerned about it because she had not done this before. Crystal was already like seventh and um, seventh grade, seventh, no, she was eighth grader. She was an eighth grader already. So she had been at school sixth, seventh and eighth grade and she had not done anything like this before. They would have told me. And so that's why I um, got concerned right away when they told me that what she was doing is in one episode, one of these um, spells that she did, she was in the classroom, she gets up out of her out of her chair, she's never been in any way um, disobedient or, or anything like that, and she gets out of her chair and she starts walking towards the teacher's desk, but goes behind the teacher's desk and she's like touching the wall, putting her hands on the wall like she's looking for something, like she can't see. Like, I guess you would say, like, like a blind person trying to find her way around. So she was, like, looking out, 
her eyes were spacey and she was trying to find the door that's what she said i'm looking for the door where's the door at and the teacher was just looking at her because she was trying to talk to her but crystal was like didn't even notice her there and she felt her way all the way till she got to the actual door of the classroom and walked out of the classroom and started walking down the the hallway and that she had to um ask one of the students to walk with to to keep an eye on her because she couldn't leave her classroom alone and she had to get someone an adult someone to help in the situation and well anyway crystal ends up walking down but she's walking real slow and she's just looking into each room like she's looking for something and then she she turns around herself and she walks back to the classroom when she starts getting back to the classroom i guess she's coming out of it and the teacher says are you okay and she looks at her teacher like yeah why and gets back into the chair and acts like nothing happened and so that's what i get notified about with her with crystal and then another time that she started noticing things herself was in athletics because she played volleyball and um, basketball and uh, in the eighth grade in athletics she started noticing that one minute she would be playing or practicing with her friends and everything and the next thing when she would remember she would be sitting down at the bench and she would ask one of her friends and one of her friends would be sitting with her and she was like what happened why am i sitting down and they'll tell her well, you were playing, you were practicing with us, and then you wouldn't let you, when we threw you the ball, all of a sudden you just held on to the ball. You didn't want to let go of it, and you were just looking around. And you were just, just holding the ball, and just finally you put the ball down, and you just walked over here and sat down. And so, you know, little things like that. There was different other times, so that was a concern for me. So I uh, went ahead and got in touch with her pediatrician at the time. I didn't have the same pediatrician at that time anymore. And so I went ahead and got in touch with them and they got me right away to Children's Medical Center Neurology Department because of Dominique, the oldest, having them. And sure enough, um, when I went to go see a neurologist and they talked to me, they started questioning me, all the things that she did. Has she ever done this before? I'm like, no. And I, I was keeping an eye on my children because I didn't want to uh, make sure that, you know, I wanted to, to catch something if any one of them was starting to show any um, signs of a seizure or anything like that because of Dominica, because I did not notice that that's what she was having because, like I said, it was not something that you would see. As time went on with Didi, as she got older, if she missed her medication, as, as um, um, she did have a grandma seizure when she missed her medicine because that's, I had to have Medicaid, I had to get Medicaid for her to be able to, to afford to, for her to have medicine because that medicine was very expensive. And so when she didn't have it, she would, um, just missing a dose, she was already having so many seizures and then she, it would get to a point where she have the grandma seizures. And I would never want anyone to ever have those. And so when they would show those on the TV now, I'll be like, that is not even a funny thing to show. Uh, because when you're seeing your own child do that in person, it's hurtful. And even now, I'm a, I'm 50 something years old, and my both my daughters are in their 30s. But I can't even I don't even want to imagine it because I've seen them have it, and it's painful to see them go through that. And you can't stop it. You can only prevent them from harming themselves. And my daughters have harmed themselves physically uh, due to their epilepsy seizures that they've had. And <clears throat> because of the surroundings where they had it. You know, it just wasn't a safe surrounding. Concrete floors, uh, 
um, you know, um, hardwood uh, furniture, <laughs> things like that. You know, it's just, it's not safe. Uh, if someone's not with them and they're having one and they end up falling to the floor, it, it can cause bodily harm to them. And so here's my, my youngest now. And she's taller. She was taller than her sister and even taller than me. And um, started having these these seizures, these episodes. And I, I didn't want to call them seizures. I was hoping it was not that. It was something else. But when they when he started talking to me and asking what she did and everything, he explained to me they did an EEG. They showed that she was having seizures. And I said, well, how can that be? It's nothing like the way Diddy was doing it. Diddy would have it when she was asleep. And Krista was doing it when she's fully awake at school and stuff. Um, and so they said there's still another form of seizures. Uh, apparently, my daughters have partial seizure disorder, and that affects them in many different ways. And then they, they also, because they would have grandma seizures, if uh, they missed any dosage or whatever, they had an illness, um, it affects them when their uh, menstrual cycle Oh my gosh, it, it, they really would, you know, get very sick uh, with seizures during their menstrual cycle, even if they were on, on um, their medicine. And if they were very, like, sad, if they were, uh, very, they could get very angry. Um, I mean, just different scenarios can cause them to, would trigger a seizure. Uh, the flashing lights, yeah, that does uh, affect them. Uh, so when they would have to, if they would go to a party somewhere and they had those flashing lights, they had to immediately get away from them because it will cause them to have a seizure. So now I had two daughters having um, epilepsy and they didn't really use the same medicine. So it's like, oh, can you know, so she can have to take this medicine or and they're like, no, they're not all the same. And they were not they were not wrong. My daughters do not take the same medication. They, they were not taking the same um, medication for their seizures because, like I said, it's, they weren't having the same type of seizure it was in the same way they weren't doing it the same way and so that's what was like wow you know I just had to we had to learn again it's like I'm learning all over again with Crystal about the side effects of the medicines and and um how to make sure that you know they take it on time and the sleeping where they have to go to sleep and they, and all kinds of stuff and Crystal took it very hard because she saw how it was a life-changing experience for her big sister and um i tried to my best to allow them to have a normal childhood a normal child life where they will still be involved in school activities dominica was in rotc and uh, she was smart intelligent in school she had great her grades were good and everything and crystal you know she was in sports but this is where it, uh, it, it, it angered her because, like I said, she was 13. She must have been 13, uh, 14 around there uh, whenever she was in 8th grade because when she went into ninth grade, she was uh, a on the A team of volleyball and basketball, and she was great in sports. In softball, I, I coached softball for Dominica and Crystal. I coached softball in um, fast pitch and, and slow pitch, and they played in, and they were great athletics and everything. Um, they they loved it and uh sometimes dominique would have a seizure when it was really really hot because it was real hot and she wasn't wearing her hat and she wasn't drinking enough water and stuff so you know they, they have to be self-disciplined to make sure they do the things they need to be doing when they're out there doing they want to do these activities they have to do their part too and um so it was real it was hard on them especially crystal i think the youngest one because she saw 
her sister going through some stuff. And then herself, when it came to the volleyball, going into high school, she was ready to go at Tunimis High School and start playing volleyball for that for that school. And because she had to have a form filled out and when the neurologist took a long time to get it filled out because she was just going through all this stuff. And the, 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 they still didn't have the actual name. Like uh, it took a while before they actually diagnosed her with partial seizure disorder. They were, I mean, there's just different kinds. So um, by the time we got the paperwork to them, they put her on the B team. And she was so upset that she was on the B team because she knew she deserved to be in the A team. And, and she just felt so down. She started acting up. She started rebelling at school. She started um, just skipping school. Uh, she didn't want to be at school. She said, the only reason I did well at school, because she was a good uh, student also, had high grades and everything. It was because I wanted to be in sports. I wanted to play volleyball. I wanted to play basketball. And this isn't fair. That's the way she felt. And she took it real hard. And, my, my, and during her seizure spell sometimes, she would be angry. And, and the way she it's just so different to see. And that, I just felt so hard, you know. Uh, how, how do I deal with that? Grandchildren are the pride and joy of old age, and children take pride in their parents. Proverbs 17.6, the easy-to-read version. Hello. So now um, I was uh, talking about my daughter, Dominique, and the last part was on my daughter, Crystal, and I now want to talk about another member of my family, and that is my grandson, Andrew. That would be Dominique's youngest son. He was about, I guess, 10 years old, around that age. He is um, 13 years old now, and he started having these episodes that, like, uh, we did not know. He had never done anything like that. It was his mom just remembers him walking into their room, their bedroom, and he's looking at them, and then all of a sudden, he's, his eyes start rolling back, and he looked like he was going to fall back, and she started yelling because she knew the signs that something was happening of a seizure, um, you know, episode of some kind because of her sister having them in front of her and because of what we described that she would do sometimes. But this was just so scary for her to see her son do this. It scared her. And right away, they rushed him to the hospital. And um, they watched, they checked him out and everything and saw that he was okay and all that. He'd never done that before. They, you know, they just said, you know, get him to see his pediatrician right, right away. So the, the following morning, they got him to the pediatrician. The pediatrician started, uh, was, was, we were there waiting for the pediatrician to come in and see him. I'm in there, I'm talking with my grandson, and he says, Grandma, I'm gonna lay down. And so he's laying there, and I'm just standing next to the, uh, the where, they ha where they have them lay down at, you know, the bed in the, in the uh, office rooms. And my daughter is sitting down in a chair, and I'm standing there, and all of a sudden, I see his eyes start flicking. Like I, his eyelashes, you know, like he's opening and closing his eyes real quickly, blinking, and and I'm like, going, oh my God, what, you know, what's going on? And Didi, my daughter, says, Mom, that's what he did the, with me, and so he was having a seizure, and it totally like caught me off guard, even though I seen both my daughters have it, 
to see my grandson, it was it's just heartbreaking. And so I said, go get the nurse, go get the doctor. And so she ran out and got them while I stayed, stayed there with them. And he sits up and he starts like clapping his hands and moaning. And, it, and I'm trying to uh, get all this. I tell my daughter, because she's yelling at the door, and I said, get your phone, record, because I don't know how to explain this. How are you going to explain what he was doing? And um, so the nurse, the, the doctor comes in and uh, starts asking, you know, what was he doing? How did it start and all that? And so what little bit Didi could get, she uh, was able to show the, the doctor, and she quickly started setting up a, an appointment for him to get seen at the neurology department at Children's Medical Center. And so we uh, start get you know, uh, she just starts talking to her and starts saying what's going to be done and, and everything. And, and well, like Didi has epilepsy herself, of course, she knows the procedure. I know the procedure. And um, so we knew where Children's Medical Center was at and how to get there and all that. So when it came time for his appointment to get checked so he can have an EEG. I couldn't go back there. He had to go back there with his mom. And um, But when I knew they were going to do the flashing light one, she she opted to stay outside because that does have still cause her to have seizures. So we explained the situation and they let me go back there instead. So um, And they did find that he was having seizures. And he... And the thing about that is that when we got the results, they said he'd been having them. He had scar tissue because he'd been having them. And we're like, what? So that was a shocking moment for me uh, to, um, because I just thought like, you know, there are girls. My daughters are girls and here was my grandson. And he was already 10 years old and... So again, even with my grandkids, I was looking at them the same way. Oh, they already reached past nine, and that he, that he's going to be okay. So now, because of my grandson, now I'm looking at my younger grandkids, and I'm just watching them and letting, uh, advising my sons, you know, because they're the ones that have my, my youngest grandkids, and they're all girls. I have five granddaughters, uh, all under the age of 10. And so that's why I'm just kind of like just keeping an eye, watching and telling them to keep an eye because it's not something that I would have expected uh, to continue because it didn't happen to me. Um, my father didn't have them. And the one that, that they say had it in our family was my great-grandmother, who was my dad's grandma. And uh, and what, start, what we caused that, triggered that, was when she was told through the military that two of her sons were missing in action and they felt that they were passed away. And so they were just warning her, I guess. I'm not sure, I don't know the full exact story, but they said that she had fainted or fell in faint and started having a seizure. So from then on, um, there was other family members that started having, they would have seizures, epilepsy uh, seizures, and they were diagnosed with epilepsy and they was always around the age of nine. Um, eight or nine years old they started having this so um that's my that is my journey with epilepsy i'm still seeing it you know now my daughters are in their 30s my grandson is is, is a teen he's 13 now and um all i do is pray and hope for the best because i know god is is a healer you know jesus christ died on the cross and i believe with all my heart 
he died on the cross to for for all of us and he's they're protecting and watching over my daughters and my grandkids and i know that they're will always be in good hands and they'll be protected and i trust in the lord that he will heal them he will heal them of this epilepsy whatever the root cause of it is i pray that it will be found out and um uh, that there will be healing for, for all my daughters and my grandson and even maybe through all this my cousins and all them that are affected also with epilepsy but this is my journey from my oldest daughter to my youngest daughter to my grandson and it's uh doesn't matter how they look uh doesn't matter what type of seizure it is whether it's a big one it's a small one it's not something that anybody should have to endure or see or go through. I uh, just say if you do know someone that has epilepsy, just protect them when they are having one, whether it's one that they walk around in, they're laying down. If they happen to start sliding down to be like they're almost falling, just protect their heads. Put them, get them, keep them away from anything that they could shake their head or hit their head on that could cause any kind of injury to their eyes cheekbones lips don't stick nothing in their mouth no that's not anything you do you ever do you just have to turn them sideways on their side and have them um, be where they like a pillow and um, so they can be uh, if they you know slobber and all that because they have they lose control of a lot of things whether it's the urine or their slobber they don't have control of that so they don't choke on it though they could be letting it run out but epilepsy um november is epilepsy awareness month uh there's the epilepsy foundation if you want more information i just uh don't think this is something that gets talked about a lot but um i have been affected by my my whole family has uh and i said grandma i love my grandkids i did not ever think i would have to see one of my grandkids go through that but it did happen and I'm just grateful to God that when it did happen, even my mom knew what to do. Everyone in our family is prepared to know what to do when someone has a seizure because of my daughters. And I give thanks to God for that. They, they're, not, um, they're not without knowledge of what to do and how to keep anyone safe. And they see, they could tell when someone's fixing to have one because of that. And... and um, still doesn't prepare you but you jump into action at least you know this is what you need to do when the other people are probably their first time seeing it they freeze and they don't know what to do well you'll jump into action and that's what i've done my sons have both done it with their friends when they first saw they were found to have a, a epilepsy seizure or even just a seizure was the first one my son tells me of, of a moment when he Happened to see one of his friends have one and nobody knew what was going on, but he knew quickly what was happening and he jumped into action. So that was uh, something there that even through some bad things, God turned it around for good for others, right? And um, well, anyway, I just wanted to talk to you about this. And again, if uh, you do know of anyone and you want more information on epilepsy, just look up in um, Epilepsy Foundation and you will get more information on that and plenty of help. You can talk to anyone that will help you out on that too. 
I wish that I would have taken more opportunities to get more help with the Epilepsy Foundation for both my daughters, but I didn't. Being a single mom during a lot of that that was happening, it was kind of hard to try to work everything out with working and raising them and then dealing with all of that at the same time. But God is good and he's provided for both of them with some um, great uh, men in their life and other children who are already teenagers. And I just give thanks to God for that always. Um, I would like to just pray um, at this moment. Dear Father God, thank you for allowing me to come on Anchor and talk about epilepsy. Lord God, I pray for anyone that is also enduring any type of um, epilepsy seizures. Lord God, I pray you be with the families. I pray you be with the person that's um, been diagnosed with um, epilepsy. Lord God, I pray you be with doctors and nurses who are helping them overcome this. Father God, I pray that they will get the proper medication, the proper you know, help, also the diagnosis, Lord God, and that um, you, Lord God, will put your hands on them and heal them, Lord God, as I know you'll do from, you are doing already for my children, Lord God. I know you are watching over them and you will, Lord God, heal them. In Jesus' name, I pray and I give you thanks in advance.